Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Here's how your business can be a part of Canada's fastest-growing sports talk show. All you have to do is contact us, and we will tell you all about the dynamic and exciting marketing opportunities we have utilizing a fully integrated 360-degree multi-platform. Imagine your business seen and heard across Canada on Game Plus TV and around the world on the Rod Peterson Digital Network. You will use one of the most overused expressions in sports. you got to be kidding me. Get your business involved. Contact the Rod Peterson Show today. Good morning, Rod Squad. Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the big game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds, but we were in the arena at the same time. Where I was there with him. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2, the RP Show. <clears throat> that reminds me of a year ago when I went to that Dolphins game with Dan Marino. It was so much fun. Uh, yeah, we're coming at you on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio in Atlanta. We have questions coming in about Braves pitchers. I can't answer those. I can't answer them. I'm just going to tell you if I'm not qualified. Uh, let's bring in the Moose now, Darren Moose DuPont. And I saw over the last 20 minutes, Moose, that you were sharing Instagram reels and liking stories. So I assume you had some time to watch near the end of hour one where we had viewers from Ontario writing in about the OHL games. It's, it's exactly, Darren, not only what I want, but what you want and what it's our, our entire crew wanted is audience participation. I want them all to feel part of the discussion. I just don't want them to be idiots. And they're not. Today, they're not. It's just been a fantastic day. Yes, that's so much to ask for, right? I mean, just to, to show up, be smart, intelligent, and not be an idiot, you know, and, and contribute to the conversation. But you know what? It's great because I love that. You know, we're so, you know, heavily involved in Western Canada and we've been here for so long. But to be able to get in and dive in a little bit to the OHL and the Q and what's going on out east, that's a whole new world for us, which I think is really exciting. So I want those junior hockey fans from Eastern Canada to light up the comments. I think that's awesome. And the CFL fans and everything else, which reminds me, before we move into other things, that I want to talk about here. One of those guys that I spent the weekend with here in South Florida at the Dolphins game and on the boat, he texted me this morning. Well, he's helping us out. Um, by tomorrow is going to be a big treat. Uh, Aronde Godston is going to join us. Top 10 Dolphins all-time receiver, Aronde Godston. He is currently on the Dolphins pre- and post-game show, but he caught Dan Marino's last touchdown pass. Aronde Gaston is going to be on the show tomorrow. And that guy who will remain nameless said to me, he goes, I know you've had a rough go for whatever reason. He said, uh, there's a reason you're here in South Florida. So glad to have you. And I'm like, <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. So Aronde is going to be on tomorrow with more NHL people too. We this is interesting. <laughs> Allie in Texarkana, she writes in, she says, so by your logic, Rod, I've been to a Stars game with Marty Turco. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, he was in net and I was in the nosebleeds, but we were at the same game. Oh, 
it's starting to really pour, if you notice. We, we have this new background. I really like it. I think this might be where I stay. It's a ways away from the rain and the wind, and it's safer, and it's a little background, and now I don't have to obsess about my non-painted fence, and for that matter, neither do the viewers. I want to say this about to Allie and to our viewers that don't know. I think you heard this story, but Darren mentioned, you know, we're from Saskatchewan. It really is the hockey heartland. It's also the heartland of the CFL. But my dad worked 26 years in the National Hockey League for the Dallas Stars and the Minnesota North Stars. So get this one. He was in the hospital for some of his uh, array of ailments. And he was watching a Stars-Colorado playoff game. And I was there with him for a portion of that game. And, Allie, if you're a huge Stars fan as much as you say, you'll probably remember this. Marty Turco blew a game. Blew it. It was game four, game five. He went up to play the puck, gave it up. The Avalanche scored, and they lost the game. My dad was on the bed. Jumping up and down, screaming at the TV, and he's got his IV in, and he's got his heart monitor on, and the nurse comes in to take his pulse, and you'll never guess who the nurse was, Mick Magoo's wife, the NHL referee, Angie, and she's like, she didn't really know who dad was or what he did, so she's like, oh my God, Mr. Peterson's heart rate's at 190, what do we do? I said, just maybe give it five minutes, five minutes. And uh, we'll walk it off, and you come back, and Dad will be fine. And that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, his team lost thanks to Marty Turco. So there's my Marty Turco, Jim Peterson story. Um, Jason in Red Deer has written in. He did yesterday. He has done it again today. He says, I will be at the Rebels game with Connor Bedard on Saturday. Yeah, I remember. You were looking for a date Um, because your wife didn't want to go. Can you not talk your wife into wanting to go? Connor Bedard is one of those generational players. I mean, maybe your wife's not a hockey fan, but I would think most people would want to say, I watched him in junior. Wouldn't wouldn't they? I think so. You know, this is like, you're not a hockey fan, but, you know, it's Wayne Gretzky coming to play hockey. I mean, I know who Wayne Gretzky is. I'm going to watch that game. You know, you want to go watch Tom Brady, and you want to watch... The greats play the game. Um, and that transcends whether you're a fan or not. So, yeah, I think you can convince Connor or your wife to go watch Connor Vidar. I want to get to some breaking CFL news in a moment, but the viewers are having some fun here today, and that's what we encourage having fun. Couple things. Going back to last hour, and I meant to ask you this and we ran out of time. Cody Fajardo, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders quarterback, formerly of the Nevada Wolfpack, said, if we make the playoffs, there are some teams that are going to be scared of us. I'm going to ask you who those teams might be. I think he was rhetorically speaking, and should they be scared of them? Our guy Kevin, Kevin the Medium, wrote it and said the only teams scared of Cody Fajardo is the worst high school teams in Saskatchewan. That's from Kevin. He's a BC Lions (laughs) fan. I didn't say it. Nelson Hackowitz, our VP of Sim Events, says, I went to a Ducks game once with Danny, ben- Danny Bonaducci when I was in Anaheim. Nelson, you'll have to tell me the story. Was Danny Bonaducci playing for the Ducks? Was he in the facility? And how did you know it was Danny Bonaducci? And you don't even know who that is, Darren, formerly of the Partridge family. You don't even know who that is, and that's fine. You're not old enough. John Ohm in Winnipeg, and I don't have my gong down here, but... John Ohm says, I'm going to the Jets game tonight with my pals Wheels and Dubois. He's talking about Blake Wheeler and Pierre-Luc Dubois. They'll be on the ice, and John Ohm will be up in the stands. I got a little intel on the Winnipeg Jets, by the way. And you're not going to like it, Winnipeg. Somebody wrote in here the other day from Winnipeg and said, do you think the Jets make the playoffs? And it's like, that is a hard no, bruh. And let me just say this. I'm not going to name who, but the players won. The players won. If you want to know why Paul Maurice is here in Florida, the players won. Are you picking up what I'm putting down, Moose? Yeah. Yeah. Things aren't going to change. That's what I'm gathering. Things aren't going to change. The players won. Yeah. So Paul Maurice like, I'm out. And uh, that is pretty damn scary if you're a Jets fan. Jeff the Stamps fan says, you'd better build an arc, Rod. I know, right? 
Three to eight inches of rain. We've done this before, and um, my phone was going off this morning. Alan May. You remember the great Alan May? Yes. He's probably watching right now. The uh, Washington Capitals TV analyst and longtime NHLer. He said, is this the first time that you've been dealt with a tropical storm? And I'm like, well, no. Remember that one in the spring, Moose, where I almost died? I said, no, Alan, I've had them before, but I still get scared. He's sitting over there in Frisco, Texas right now, just outside Dallas. We're a couple of prairie boys. He goes, whenever I hear a report of a tornado, I get scared. Well, yeah. But they assure me here that we're fine. As long as we still got power, and if we go off, I've prepared you for this. If we lose power, you're taking over. But I think for now, I'm okay. But anyways, that breaking news from the CFL, let me get on track here, is that Jake Maris signed an extension. Um, I'm sure his agent doesn't mind, do you? Agent, friend, he texted me. He He was watching the show last hour on Game Plus Television, and he said, thanks for bringing up the Jake Mayer extension. Great kid. And my mind... As soon as I read the Jake Mayer signed contract extension, and I, th- I think it's three years. I didn't read the full story at TSN.ca. I immediately thought about Bo. It's the first thing I thought about. So Calgary's got their guy locked down in Jake Mayer. He's the guy. There's no reason to think that he's not. Obviously, what does it mean for Bo? What's the first thing you thought? Yeah, I thought, okay, they've locked him down. The security is totally there. Um, so now they can trade Bo. Right now the security is there to trade him. Because we know we got our guy locked in. The last thing you want to do is trade Bo now and have Jake finish the season and then not come back next year, and then you are screwed. So they've got their guy locked down. Now Bo's expendable. That's kind of the way I look at it. We know that Jake's the future now, so it's just a matter of, of what happens with Bo next. Jeff, the Stams fan, says he's signed through 2024. So what's that, 2024? Two more years after this. Thank you. Um, Phyllis in Winnipeg says, I'm going to the Jets game on Saturday. Howard Chuck statue unveiling. Going to be a good one, and the Jets will do fine. The boys are buying into the coach's approach. Different coaches, different culture. It's 111 Eastern, by the way, and I guess we're on the right track. I'm not, I'm not sure if the Winnipeg Beautiful. Jets are on the right track. But you believe what you want to believe? How about that? I'll just say what I heard was the players won. Read that what you will. And I trust my sources. Uh, Ken Friedman, watching on YouTube, says, is the roof on the Jeep? The Jeep, Ken, and thanks for asking, is wrapped like it's double wrapped. I could send you a picture of it. I got stuff around that sucker. Hey, it ain't getting a drop in there for three or four days. Arlen Bruce the third, AB3, CFL greats watching, and he says, did you hear about Mike Tyson? He said he would give $10 million to whomever marries his daughter. Should anyone jump on this, Rod? LOL. I did not hear that. Has that been in the news? I heard people make Mike Tyson jokes all the time, which, and this isn't a joke. I didn't hear that. Yeah, I did not either. I did not hear that. And I don't know what the caveat is. What are the conditions of this $10 million? You know, is this bad? I don't know his daughter. First thing I thought was what she looked like. No, hey, you're not wrong. You know, that's... Didn't I mean, we all? That's, well, my first thought was, yeah, like, what's wrong with her? Why are you offering this? Why has this become so... like? What's the deal? Right? And what if so she now looks I'm like curious him? and I'm probably going to read about it in the break. $10 million is a lot of money. How long uh, you got to stay married to her? That's another question that came up. How long do we got to, you know, do you got to stay with her? Um, you know, but then if, if something happens, you know, you got a right hook from Tyson coming your way. So is that worth $10 million? I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Ask Bradley Cooper. Um, K. 
Kevin, the medium, wants to know why the Jeep isn't in the garage. I don't have a garage. Shouldn't you know that? He says, uh, by the way, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, whomever wants Bo, assuming he leaves, will trade for Bo's rights in December and January and make a deal before he becomes a free agent in mid-February. I don't agree. Whoever wants Bo will trade for Bo's rights in December and January and make a deal before he becomes a free agent in February. Why would you want to do that? You're assuming that there's no tampering going on in the CFL, which there always is, and now you have the legal tampering window anyways. What you'd like to do is trade for him now uh, in advance of the CFL trade deadline, which is October the 5th, right? And listen, listen us sitting here being armchair general managers. There's going to be, Darren, another swing of the quarterback carousel in the CFL this offseason. Bo's contract's up. From what I understand, Cody Fajardo's contract's up. And from talking to the insiders, they think that Cody's done in Saskatchewan. They don't think that this season's going to be turned around, and they don't think that this relationship between he and the fans can be saved. And I don't even have an opinion on that. I just sit and listen. Remember what I said the other day? When I was with those, well, it was in my column. One of those guys I was with, he's probably watching right now because he said he's watching every day. He's like, I was with Tom Brady last week, and Tom said, da, 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 da. I'm like, that's why I got two ears and one mouth. I'll just listen. So when it comes to what the people are saying about the CFL quarterback carousel, I, I just don't like talking about it now because the best games and the most important games are left to be played this year this is off-season stuff but you can see why teams why fans want to talk about it now right do you think the teams are talking about it no i don't um you know maybe teams that are well outside the playoff picture might be looking ahead but no and to the comment on on calgary and the tampering window and all that stuff i mean you're just looking to get return for ball you don't want to lose ball for nothing the only way you're getting something back for Bo is if you trade him now. Teams aren't going to give you assets just to negotiate with them early. They can do that anyways. So, no, you won't. there won't be an off-season trade. I'm going to read this from our viewer, Phil, watching on YouTube. He says, if that rumor of Tyson's daughter is true, why not? Can't be worse than Amber Heard. Hot take. Spicy. It's a teacup, Yorkie. <laughs> Pooey. It was a teacup, Yorkie. Oh, no. We'll be right back. Uh, on the way, thankfully not next, Claire Hanna from TSN Ottawa. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and, of course, on your home of Southern Sports and Talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we're back, and uh, just before we bring the moose back in, yes, South Florida is the place to be most days. Maybe not today, but I. So far, so good, right? 
Before we bring the moose in, we have uh, in our news update, sports news update, which to us all it's the news, right? Veteran wide receiver Sterling Shepard tore the ACL in his left knee on the Giants' final offensive play in their loss to the Dallas Cowboys last night. Their head coach Brian Dable said today, Dable had indicated after the Monday nighter that the injury to New York's leading receiver was serious. ACL injury to Sterling Shepard. From the CFL, we've all been talking about it. The Calgary Stampeders signed American quarterback Jake Mayer to a contract extension through 2024 today. Mayer began the year as the backup to Bo Levi Mitchell, but became Calgary starter before its 39-29 loss to the Blue Bombers on August 25th. He's guided the Stampeders to victory in three of his five starts, heading into Saturday's home game against Toronto. Said Stamps president and GM John Huffnagel in a statement, Jake's play has been very consistent, and for a young quarterback, he's been very efficient. Like any young player, he still has room for more improvement, but we believe he has a very bright future. Meanwhile, defensive back Maurice Carnell IV and quarterback McLeod Bethel-Thompson along with Stamps quarterback Jake Mayer were named CFL top performers today. Carnell IV earned top performer honors after registering two interceptions in Toronto's 45-15 road win at Ottawa. Mayer was named the top performer after completing 27-33 passes for 294 and the Stamps 25-11 win over the BC Lions. And McBeth was the third top performer after throwing for 245 yards and three touchdown passes in that win at Ottawa. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, your official home of slow pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday for the Tap, Brew House and drive Through Liquor Store, and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Okay, let's please bring the moose back in. From the sweatpants capital, I see if we have him. There he is. From our, uh, I see producer Clark has put in the chat, tomorrow on the show, that's Wednesday, Justin Dunk of 3downnation.com and Miami Dolphins great turn broadcaster Aronde Gadsden. So thank you, Clark, for doing that. Thank you to my new South Florida friends for lining it up. Everything's just going tickety-boo. And um, Darren, just one more, BW in Edmonton says, I found another CFL podcast. Football North with Jock Wilson. Cool. I love when Jock is on the RP show. I love it, too. Arash Madani just tweeted, Darren, with this extension to Jake Mayer, where does Bo Levi Mitchell play next year? He said Saskatchewan or, hang on, I don't know if you saw Twitter in the break or not, what Arash He said Sask or Toronto. And I retweeted it, and I said, I'm hearing Saskatchewan. I'm hearing Saskatchewan. Because Bo Levi Mitchell's clearly out. Everybody's saying he's going to finish the year in Calgary. And from what I'm hearing in the football community today, he does not want to retire. How do you feel if you're Cody Fajardo or, let's say, Macbeth in Toronto? Because they currently hold those jobs. I feel worse if I'm Macbeth in Toronto, um, actually, Rod. Because... They're in first place, are they not? In the East? Yeah. So here's it. Yeah. You know, like, they're in first place. At least in Saskatchewan, they're they're in a position where they might not make the playoffs. So if you're Cody, you at least have to understand that, look, if we didn't make the playoffs, there's going to be changes. I might need to play somewhere else next year, and on and on and on. But if you're Macbeth, it's like, what else do you want me to do here? We're in first place. My job should be secure. I'm trying to win a Grey Cup here. You know, and you're talking about replacing me right now? And so that would be a little bit of a harder pill to take than, than Saskatchewan. But, you know, I don't know where he's going to end up, but there's going to be some suitors. We don't know how Hamilton's going to finish the season with Dane Evans, what that's going to look like, what Ottawa's going to do moving forward. So there are some different landing spots. Very interesting comments from our viewers, the best in sports and entertainment. Dun, dun, dun. Nelson Hakowicz, our VP of Sim Events, writes in, and he says, Justin Dunk was on Tim and Friends. That's on Sportsnet. You understand to our American viewers, this is like hieroglyphics. It's like Greek. They're like, Tim and Friends? What? It's a show on Sportsnet. It's like this one. Uh, he says Dunk is leaning, he is leaning towards Saskatchewan for Cody Fajardo as well. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I heard Hamilton wants him. B. Henderson watching in Manitoba regarding what we said about the Winnipeg Jets earlier. B. Henderson says, regarding the Jets, 
In Stastny's exit interview, he referred to a bad locker room. I don't think he was referring to Wheels or Shife. I think he was referring to those who didn't want to be here. Truba, Line A, Cop, and even PLD. At what... I'm sorry to interrupt the CFL talk. And I think I might just close the book on talking about the Winnipeg Jets. Because, Darren, as I've said a lot of times, people don't want to hear the truth. And I'm, I'm tired of having my head cut off as the messenger. They don't want to hear that Mark Scheifele and Blake Wheeler are the problem with the Winnipeg Jets. They don't want to hear it. Have you noticed? Ma, ma, yeah. ma, ma, ma. It's everybody else. Keep doing what you're doing. Just keep doing what you're doing, Winnipeg. 902-518-3033. The number to text us, 902-518-3033. Todd Pinckney says, I heard the RP show wants Bo. Hey, we tried. Maybe he should have come on. Um, and Allie in Texas says, regarding Tim and friends, she says, but not as good a show as this one. Right, Rod? We're all great. It's not a competition. We're here for your entertainment and viewing pleasure. I know what you're saying. It's not a competition. Run your own race. Be the best you. That's what we're doing. And to get back on track, and I do want to talk NHL, and we, do, we will with Claire Hanna coming up because there's some big NHL preseason games tonight. But can I say this, Darren? I, see how everything's fitting together? What did I say the other day? On this show, and in the commentary, Cody Fajardo is going to be better for what he's going through now, being booed by the fans, and clearly he doesn't like it. I said it's not going to help him this year. It's going to help him wherever he is next. Yeah. So way to go, Ryder fans. You run another quarterback out of town. So you're going to get Bo Levi Mitchell. I don't know how you feel about that. But everybody's see how the pieces are fitting together here. And if you're if for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, it's not very good because Cody's going to go on to be fine somewhere. Your take? Yeah, he is. We know that. You know, he's a you know a quarterback who's going through some adversity, and he's going to come out better on the other side. We've talked about that before. So somebody else is going to benefit from this. But you're already writing, you know, the obituary on the Rough Riders season right now, and they're a team that's trying to get into the playoffs, and Cody's trying to get this team in here and and say, look, we're going to be pretty dangerous if we get in and teams are going to be scared of us. And I think that's because they feel they've got enough high-end talent throughout that locker room. And if everybody gets healthy and they get on the same page, that they could make a run. But if our mind is already gone and we're already looking at next season, there's no way you're going to get on the same page to take a run towards a great cup. So if you want to be distracted and worry about the offseason, then let's worry about that and let's forget about this year. But if you want to win a great cup, you're going to have to stop, stop looking ahead. I really appreciate the American viewers that came here for NHL talk. And the fact that they've stayed tells me they can't get it anywhere else. And I appreciate that, and including Allie in Texas. <laughs> she says she may be partial to this show. And trust me, I get it. I'm all over the place. I understand that. Trying to straddle all these topics, of which we can speak on authority. But the guy, B. Henderson in Manitoba, wants to have a back and forth here on the Winnipeg Jets. And I'm like, dude, I don't care. I'm just repeating what I heard. And I believe it very well. But he goes, Wheeler lost the C because of the bad year the entire team had last year. This year is a new slate with a new coach. Is that what you think? Like, I'm kind of getting tired of the last couple of years, Darren. You've been with me. On this show, I'm sitting there watching Flames games on TV going, Kachuk looks like he's checked out to me. Kachuk looks like he's not that mature. And he looks like he's checked out to me. No, Rod, you're an asshole. No, you don't know what you're talking about. Blah, 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 from Calgary fans. And then what happened, Darren? What did they admit? They didn't want to be there. I'm kind of getting tired of it. So. You Jets fans, you believe whatever you want to believe. Nobody wants to hear the truth. I ain't going to continue to sit here and say what I hear and what I believe, and you're all going to keep watching it, and you're going to keep enjoying it. But I'm not going to care anymore, and I'm not going to get in fights. That's the point. And by the way, 
to this Cody Fajardo thing, it's like Tua. I've talked with Cody only very sporadically via text and the odd DM. We're not close. Okay, We're friends, but we're not close. He's not going to come to me with his problems. I'm not going to go to him with his problems, with my problems. But I look at Tua. The last couple here, the last couple years, he found out that they wanted to get Deshaun Watson here, and he was ticked off. He found out they want to get Tom Brady here, and he was ticked off. I'm sure that doesn't feel very good. But what has he gone out and done? Shoved it right down everybody's throat, sideways, and broke it off. Cody Fajardo could probably do that. I don't feel like he wants to. Not that, no, he wants to. I don't think he's going to. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case here. I think, you know, he's more of a long-term kind of guy. And it reminds me of Roger Federer, actually. Roger, in all his, like, you know, um, retirement speeches and everything else, he said, at one time, somebody told him, Roger, you're too nice. At the beginning of his career, you're too nice. You know, you need to get angry. You need to be an asshole, right? And so he started, <laughs> and it didn't feel right. And then he didn't play well. And you know, you got to be meaner on the court. He did that. It just didn't feel right. It wasn't him. I think that speaks to Cody. He's not that kind of guy who's going to break it off and shove it down somebody's throat and, and really do it that way. He's going to take the long approach. So he's going to bite his tongue a little bit. He's going to be all, all in on the riders, but then he's going to go somewhere else and he's going to be extra motivated to have a great season and to play well and to show the people this is what you could have had if you'd have been more appreciative. And you know what? I'm still going to go and try and be as great yeah. as I can be. And he's going to do it so deliciously, and it's going to feel so great. But the thing is, here's me at my advanced age, which is 49, by the way. I don't care if people know. I see people Googling it. I see where Cody is. I've been there in my own career, and I want to help him. And he's like, no, I got it. I look at where Bo is and what he's going through. The older guys tried to help me. And you know what I said? Piss off. I got it. And the thing is, I didn't have it. Do you know what I mean? So those, yeah. now I get where those older guys were coming from. I get it. And I wish I'd listened then. But eventually I got it. <laughs> I don't know if these guys are going to listen. Scott K on YouTube watching says, yep, the NHL talk is nice. Would love Carolina Calgary Stanley Cup. I said Calgary, Florida. Darren said Carolina, Colorado. The country song. Yeah. Heads Carolina, tails Colorado. I don't know that's not exactly it, but it sounds good. Uh, somebody wrote in here and said, yes, Fajardo is done in Sask. And I don't know where to do. Oh, we really got him going now. Oh, it's Ken, Ken Friedman. He says the Rough Riders are done. Winnipeg will beat him at home on Friday, and Hamilton will beat them at home October 7th. Then Hamilton plays Ottawa twice. I think Hamilton will make the playoffs. <laughs> Can you imagine if they miss the playoffs in a season that they're hosting the Grey Cup? Anyways, Moose, I'll see you back for overtime, okay? Okay, see you then. What a day. We're going to Ottawa next. It's the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. We're live streaming on YouTube, 24-hour sports radio, rodpeterson.com, your favorite podcast platform, and on your home of Southern Sports and Talk in Metro Atlanta, WQEE. 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. The RP Show continues... On a Tuesday episode, number 850 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. We're heading to the nation's capital now. Very excited about this. Let's, we can do good news. We can do bad news. We'll start with the good news with TSN Ottawa's Claire Hanna, a good and longtime friend of ours. And actually, hey, Claire, nice to see your smiling face. Before we talk about the current and your coverage of the Sens and the Red Blacks, hey, what do you think about what's going on in SAS? Because you're still doing the CFL uh, sidelines there with Cody and the 6-8 and eight record. Oh, my God. Could you see this coming? 
I woo, I don't I definitely couldn't see it coming. No, I thought they were going to be pretty good. I didn't realize that their offensive line was just going to have so many issues. And I mean, Cody loves to run. He loves to use his feet. And sometimes I'm wondering if I'm going to do a bit too much. But um, yeah, I feel for the Ryder fans. I felt like they were really trying to build towards this year as they're hosting the Grey Cup. And so it's unfortunate. But hey, I mean, these are the cycles of the CFL. I don't think I would have expected the Red Blacks to be in this position where they're at either with Jeremiah Masoli this year. But hey, that's that's the CFL. Yes, <laughs> unpredictable. That's why we love it, obviously. So let's start with the good news. Where would you rate on a scale of 1 to 10, the optimism factor of the Ottawa Senators as we approach this regular season? Um, can I say 15? <laughs> it might be a bit too high. Yeah. How about that? That might be a bit high. No, oh man. Okay, so when I got here last year, I'm going to say there was optimism because of the fact that it was a new year and maybe some of these young prodigies were going to be finally coming into their own. Um, but at the end of the year, it was like a 4 out of 10. Right now, I'm going to say 8.5 out of 10. There is a totally different vibe in Ottawa. People are so excited for an opening night. And I mean, even those the moves that GM Pierre Dorian did over the summer were unreal. Bringing in DeBrinket, um, bringing in Claude Giroux, bringing in Cam Talbot, bringing it like it's pretty awesome. And I think um, right now people are really curious about Jake Sanderson, the defenseman. He's um, you, they don't want to put a lot of pressure on him, but they're probably going to be putting him on a top four D pairing with um, Travis Hamanick. So, um, you know, they're counting on him, even though he's unproven in the NHL. But I, I know that Ottawa is a buzz for this team in, in, in C playoffs. Like they're like, can we make it? Are we going to be playing meaningful games at the end of the year? Nobody wants that dismal November again, like we saw last year. So I think, I think there's a lot of hope and promise with this team right now, Rod. Well, I, I, I hope the expectations aren't too high because I don't like to see them burst, but I hope for their sake that, uh, that it does happen. And Matthew Barnaby was with us last hour. And I, I wonder if you would attest to this or not. Uh, he golfed with Pierre Dorian and DJ Smith, and he couldn't believe the culture and how together they're all on the same page. So there seems to be a lot of positivity emanating from the sentence, and that goes a long way, as you know. Yeah, and even last year, Rod, despite their their record, I still think it was pretty positive attitude right until the end. So many things were out of their control. They were the first team that was really hit hard by COVID, but that was still when the NHL wasn't allowing them to postpone games. So at some points it was like there was almost no AHL team for them to pull from anymore because they pulled so many guys up. And so I don't know how much blame you can put on just the fact that guys got COVID and got sick. And then they had a second uh, bout of it in January, February, they had injuries all season um, starting with Shane Pinto. And then it was Colin white and it just, it just kept going and going. And so you can't, when you can't properly evaluate, it sucks, but it's also not a good indicator on the talent level. So there was there was always optimism and also an opportunity to get some young guys in the AHL, um, mostly defensemen. I think about Lassie Thompson, Jacob Bernard Docker. They got solid um, opportunities up in the NHL. So this year, it's not like it's going to be holy crap, like shell shocked. This is new for me. It's it's they're going to have had a taste of the NHL. So you know you got to look at some of the negatives. Made opportunities. Yeah. So. To the CFL. It seems like every time I turn on the TV, the, the, the Red Blacks are at home. And it seems like every time they're losing. And I see the fans are like ready to jump off buildings, man. What, what is it like there? What's going on with the Red Blacks and <laughs> CFL in Ottawa? Okay, well, pump the brakes. I don't think the fans are, are they're disappointed. But I just want to talk about the fact that this, these games are so well attended. Given that yeah. there was only one home win last year and there still hasn't been a home win this year, it's unbelievable, Rod. I'd, I'm, you know, I look at some other places in the country where teams are doing well and I'm like, okay, and there's no fans there. Yet the Red Blacks fans just continue to support their team, which will always bode well for a market. Um, but it's just for them, it's been a carousel of the quarterbacks. And you can't when you, when you can't have a guy in there consistently running an offense and, and gelling with his teammates. You just 
you can't get anywhere. And, and what was striking to me, so they were hosting the uh, Toronto Argonauts this past weekend, and I'm talking to McLeod Bethel Thompson on uh, the day before the game, just talking about what's led to his success. Because his numbers right now, besides Zach Caleros, he's kind of like one of the most consistent guys in the CFL. And we can't count Nathan Rourke. He's, he's injured. Um, but I was like, you know, what's been so key for you? And he's like, this is really the second year I've been in this offense. And at this point in the season, we're all on the same page. Receivers know where I'm throwing. They, we all have good chemistry. We've gelled. And, and then I'm like, and look at the red blacks. So Jeremiah Masoli, four games, Caleb Evans, four games, Nick Arbuckle just started his fourth game. Like you, you cannot build an offense um, when you have, you know, that much inconsistency with the leader, I mean, yeah, Jake Mayer, he's done it in Calgary with Bo Levi Mitchell now, you know, being pushed to the side, but Jake Mayer was also in this, um, in the Calgary Stampeders offense last year, getting a lot of reps. So it's unfortunate, but yeah, it's, it's not looking too good for the Red Blacks right now. <laughs> Oh, Jenna is watching in Southern California. She says, Red Blacks are still my CFL team. So that's kind of what Claire is talking about. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, well attended. Maybe I'm wrong, but TD Place looked pretty empty to me last weekend. Everybody gets up and parties. The games are terrible. Like they sell them up, but they go drink in the end zones and party. Trust me, I've been there. It's it's wild, which I'll yeah, talk about it, later. It was well yeah. attended. I, I was there. And I, yeah. I, you know what? It was a little thinner than their home opener, for example. But... I remember looking around because I was like, ah, what's it going to be like? Totally well attended. Very well attended. I remember when the Red Blacks came into the league, my mom, huge CFL fan. She's like, why are they giving them another team? They folded teams twice. I'm like, mom, it's not Ottawa's fault. It's a great, great CFL market. The teams have just been terrible. Can't blame them. But anyways, we only got a couple minutes left. Speaking of that, I had to go to Ottawa to see that to get it. What have you learned about Ottawa? in your time there that you didn't know or what you find particularly cool? I will say they have really passionate sports fans and you know, you can't, you can sort of, you hear rumors when you're not living in a city, but you can't really feel it until you're there. And, and I've been so impressed by red blacks fans. First of all, I have lots of friends who consistently go to games no matter what. And I'm like, really, does the record matter? They're like, no, we, we just enjoy football. We really like going. So that impressed me. And I always knew Senator games weren't well attended, but they have a very passionate fan base. And I I see that, for example, in the community or on Twitter, there are people talking about the senators all the time. Maybe they don't want to purchase a ticket to actually attend the game, but holy moly, do they know the ins and outs of the senators? And that really surprised me. And that makes me happy because when I'm doing my reports or you know, giving information over social media, I always feel a lot of engagement and, and, you know, it might seem like there's not a lot of people at the games, but they care. And so those two things surprised me in the most positive way. Are you sick of the drive out there yet? (laughs) You know what? I actually chose where I lived in Ottawa very, very strategically. I'm right in the middle of TD Place and Canadian Tire Center. So um, I wouldn't have to, you know, make make a big drive out. I'm definitely a little closer, I'd say, to C- CTC. Um, but hey, I've got good podcasts. I usually listen to the guys on TSN 1200 while I drive in. Um, and my definitely my gas bills, Rod, a little higher than normal, yeah. especially with prices. Um, I even, I searched out buses because I would love to just like sit back, chill on a bus, like be able to look over my notes, you know? Um, but it's like an hour and 20 minutes with transfers and stuff. And the, and the drive out's about 20 minutes. So it's not that bad. I'm, I, well, you know, I really just living right across from mosaic stadium in Regina. I could walk there if I wanted to. Yeah. Well, Yes, there's parts about that are interesting, too. Claire, it's great (laughs) to see that you're having such a great time and you're doing so well. So thanks for the time. And if you can fit us in again, I'd love to. Thank you. Awesome seeing you, Rod. Thanks for having me, as always. You bet. Thank you. TSN Ottawa's Claire Hanna. Overtime's next. The Moose will rejoin us. Man, do we have a lot to talk about. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, available all across Ontario on Rogers and Kojiko Cable. Also, your favorite podcast platform in WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 
Landmark Cinema's extra members get your movie tickets for just half the points from September 16th to 29th. It's an offer you can't refuse. Any movie, anytime. Redeem just half the points every time. Any way you add it up. Or is that divided? It's movie time. Not a Landmark Extras member? Join for free now at LandmarkCinemas.com and movie more for less. Landmark Cinemas, where movie lovers get their extras. Welcome back, everybody. That, by the way, is nowhere close to where I am because you're going to see a torrential downpour over my shoulder here. Overtime is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home of the UFC and the National Football League. Let's bring the moose in uh, for this final segment. It's going to be very entertaining. If you've watched much of this show, you've been on a lot of it, and I appreciate that. It's been very entertaining. We've got the Jake Mayer extension news in Calgary. The Bo Levi leaving Calgary. Sounds like Sask's story. A lot of NHL talk. little something for everybody here. And uh, junior hockey, too. Which, frankly, I could talk about for two hours all day, every day. It just doesn't pay the bills. So we talk about it as much as we can. There are other things that we have to talk about. Um, so from our viewers, Dougal Cameron in Calgary. You've met him. Big Stamps fan came down to Great Eagle when we were there. He says, I just looked at the Stampeders coaching staff list. All the positions have longtime guys there right now. Unless he wants to sell cars, Bo's days in Calgary are done. Just putting that, I can't, I can't. And I'm not even a Bo fan, obviously. Why would I be? But who saw this coming? Uh... From Jeff, I'm not, I say this, this Jeff Caldwell in Redmond, Oregon. I say this with as much respect as possible, Darren. Is, uh, he says, I'm disappointed the Pats are not scheduled to play in the United States this season. Because everybody wants to see Connor Bedard. When I say respectfully, it's get in your car and drive to BC. And I love Jeff Caldwell because he watches all the time. I'm just saying... The fans now really are, come to me, come to me. And it's just not going to happen. Do you have a point on that before we move on? No, it's not going to happen. I mean, it's, that's too bad, but it's, it's a junior hockey finances thing. That's not changing. Did we lose him? Yeah. Is that me? Make the drive. Make the drive up. Did we lose Rod? There he is. Okay, sorry. Um, I'm going to roll on like nothing ever happened. So, from our viewers, we're talking about the Red Blacks games. And Jeff, the Stamps fans, said it didn't look like there was many people there to me. And Claire and I agreed, no, 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 they get out of their seats and they go party in Ottawa. Clearly, the games aren't that good. Um, Ken Friedman says, I'm an Argos fan. I went to their last two games in Ottawa. It is very much a social slash get-together with friends event in Ottawa, which helps. Rod is correct. People hang out big time in the concourse. Can you put that in my tombstone, Moose? Rod is correct. (laughs) Don, our Navy friend, says, I was at the last two Red Blacks games. There are hundreds of fans in the concourse partying and having fun, not watching the game, but they're having fun. This has really got Ottawa viewers chiming in a lot. And Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I personally don't understand why you would go to a CFL game just to get up and socialize. I stay in my seat and watch the game. The CFL has run into the problem the junior hockey has run into for years. You got the old, older, not that Jeff's old, but he's been obviously a fan for a long time. They want to go to the game, watch the game. Turn the music down! And the teams want the young people, and they want to party. Like, I'm probably, I said to Serena, I'm not going to a Dolphins game again all year. (laughs) Sorry, unless I can be in a suite, I'm not going to a Dolphins game all year. Because those guys, those guys, my guys that I was with on the weekend, they're like, where'd you park? I'm like, 1.3 miles away. I have it on my (laughs) phone. I said, where'd you guys park? They said, right beside the stadium. Yeah, of course you did. But everybody's getting drunk. There were fights. They weren't watching the game. They weren't. It was a party. That's the National Football League. That's what the CFL 
should want to create. That's what they do want to create. But people like Jeff, the Stamps fan, whom I adore because he watches here every day, they don't want that. What's the answer, Darren? What is the answer? Well, and that's the thing. Everybody wants something different, right? And you understand it's all in an effort to draw more fans out and make more money. I, I don't really know that there is an answer. You know, if you want everybody to sit down and shut up, if that's how, but, but going to the question of like, you know, I sit in my seats and that's the best thing to do for you. So enjoy the seats, <laughs> yeah. enjoy the extra room and let other people enjoy the concourse. Guess what? We can both enjoy the same things at different times, like this different sure. things, sorry, at the same time. I'm learning so much. So they want the younger fans, but the younger fans don't have the money to pay the tickets. The ticket prices have gone. I'm learning so much down here because I look at these U.S. sporting events going, why are you spending so much money? You can't possibly have that amount of money. But you know how I am with my money, Darren. I'm cheap. I work very hard to get it. I'm not going to throw it away or spend it frivolously. Last minute of play in the RP show. But everywhere, they're spending money they don't have buying tickets on their credit cards to go have a blast, and who the hell am I to tell them not to? But I don't know the answer. The NFL is a party. And more than any other league. And uh, some like it, some don't. It reminds me of those guys I was on the boat with on Saturday. Our captain cranked the tunes. One of the guys leaned over and said, can you turn that down? Does that surprise you, Moose? No. (laughs) Probably not. Not eh? at all. You saw the photos. They're like, we came out here to chat football. Um, uh, hey, everybody's having a great time. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks to Barney and Claire. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Moose, you have a great uh, 22 hours. You too, Rod. Rest of you, we'll see you at noon Eastern here on Game Plus. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Approved. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.